How important is your reputation to you? That's how important personal branding should be, because basically personal branding is all about your reputation. In today's world, you need to showcase your expertise and personality and develop your digital footprint in order to stand out in the online universe. Think of it this way. If you're not present on digital platforms, you're leaving possible opportunities up to your loudest competitors. You're listening to Naturally Social Podcast, and we're your hosts. I am Carla Rivera. And I'm Kirsten Alvarez. And we are two down-to-earth social media marketers, bringing you up to speed with the latest marketing trends and solutions to the day-to-day struggles that many small businesses face. In each episode, we're bringing you tips and recommendations on organic ways to build your brands. We're back, and a lot has happened since we last spoke to you guys. Yep, Kirsten got married. Congratulations again, Kirsten. Oh, thank you. I, I, it was fun. It was interesting. Uh, don't know how so many brides do it. My hat goes off to them. But we also, both of us, did start new jobs. We did. Still in the healthcare industry on this side, but um, loving what I do. Definitely a change going back to the office. Um, I'm excited. There's a lot going on, and I think we're going to have really, really exciting futures. And you started a job too, right, Kristen? That's awesome. Yes, I started in an agency world. I still do the teaching. I love the teaching. I love the agency world. It's definitely taught me a lot, Um, but it's just been a great growing experience overall. So I'm super excited about today's episode because we're going to be talking about personal branding. We're both super passionate about it. We're going to define it. We're going to talk about the benefits and where to start. So I know there's many definitions out there. Uh, The way I'd like to define it is it's basically something that you're going ahead and, and positioning yourself digitally in the digital ecosystem, but it's like a live resume. You decide how you want to present yourself, what part you want to go ahead and represent, and then it's more than just meets the eye. So who are you outside of the company you work for and who are you as an individual? Yeah, a lot of people have been intimidated by the word personal branding. When I talk to them, they think it's a whole other job or a task. But I promise you, you've already been working on it without even knowing. It's just a matter of intention and leaving a digital footprint behind. So it's basically another way of thinking about your reputation as always being thoughtful about what you say, having common sense is as important as it always has been. It's not really a new concept. So it's about being intentional um, when you're creating your digital footprint, having a say about your own reputation. And, you know, once upon a time, 80s and 90s, your first impression was in person. Um, You had time to figure out like what to wear, Um, to put on your best foot forward but today your first impression is what people find about you online they'll google you if they know they're going to meet with you for a business event or a meeting Um, basically your first impression is what they find online so your in-person interaction is actually a secondary impression so it's important to have a say in your first impression and online reputation and that's usually how I try to define it but there's so many ways to define it But it's super important and I don't think enough people really invest time into it. I agree. And um, one of the controversies that I get all the time is you shouldn't care what other people think think of you. But you should care how you're seen in the essence of it's a little contradicting, I know. But think about it like this. You're in an interview. So many people are next. What's that memorable moment you're leaving the panel to remember about you? What will they say? about your professionalism when you step out of the room 
what's that moment that really captures them and shows them that you are, in fact, the person that they want. So it's more of being more cognizant of the impressions that you leave behind and and know that you are presenting yourself the way you believe you are and the way you want to go ahead and represent yourself. Yeah, it's so true. And I tend to focus on digitally personal brand and and making sure you leave a digital footprint, but being that living up to your personal brand in person physically and everything is is as just as important and also it follows you wherever you go so it's not necessarily tied to a position that you hold it's more about your expertise and experience um and you're really showcasing your values and you're telling your story so it's as important physically as it is on social or digitally for that matter yeah Uh, we had a um a point in our msm program where we really learned the value and where when you leave a company or you leave a business, you can essentially take everything that was done that you had done as a portfolio. So what do you have as a standalone that will really make you stand out? Because you truly never know what opportunities are out there kind of slapping you in the face. And in these cases, it it, it doesn't matter so much as um, what are they saying? You just want to be reliable, trustworthy, accountable. Those are the topics that we want you guys to focus on and not so much, oh, you know, what would they think about this? What would they think? No, it's, did I make sure that I presented myself reliable and trustworthy and accountable? And you want to be associated with the experts, subject matter experts, the thought leaders. So it's something that's, that comes out a lot, but it's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's so true. And honestly, that's when I started thinking about the importance of personal branding, because when you work on social media management, especially, you know, you spend all day working on these brands and their reputations and, and all the, um, the, the things that come with social media management and a brand that, you know, I'd go home and I'd be like, I don't want to be on my own social. Like, I don't, I don't want to be on social at all. So yeah, but that was a really good, um, valuable lesson that I learned during our master's program is is to really focus on um, creating that footprint for you because like you said I can say that I had a part in this program and that program in my former job but at the point five years later is it still representative of what I did or has it evolved since then you have nothing to showcase for it so um, I, I learned very quickly it's it's very important and I've already seen the benefits of having invested time in my personal brand so I always say it's so important and um I I I feel like I can never say it enough or I can't really get the point across as well (laughs) because yes until you go through it and invest your time it just seems like another task or another job to do and I get that a lot when I train clients but um until you really start to see the benefits then you see how invaluable it is it's there's no there's no way to explain it (laughs) yeah but there's a lot of benefits and it's different for everybody on all levels i mean i know carla you work you work with some head honchos some doctors you know influencers students there's just so many ways that we can go ahead and, and and we've seen it in those different ways and it's it's crazy how the benefits are endless if you put in the effort based on wherever it is that you want to go. Yeah, and I, I don't feel like I do that much. Like, I, the people that I talk to about personal branding, um, and obviously for me in the healthcare industry, it's mainly physicians and, and C-suite level individuals, but when I've trained them, 
um, I, I find it so easy for them because they're saving lives and they're making a true difference in the community and have so much to show for that, you know? So, so creating a brand on social or, or digitally just seems like a, like a no brainer, you know, like you have so much to tell, like share your expertise, share your experience. There's so many benefits to it. Like you were saying, for example, um, it just, it helps set you apart as a thought leader and an expert in your field by just showcasing, um, all your experience and your expertise. And it doesn't have to be just boasting about it, but really just speaking on topics that you've already worked on or, or commenting on articles, which I'll talk about a little bit later, but, um, it helps you build your, cre- your credibility as well. So according to mention, more than 75% of social media discussions revolve around consumers seeking recommendations. And they want to hear from you, so it's 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 basically sharing industry knowledge, which helps you yeah. create your brand it's recognition. It's basically your you know? digital portfolio, and you don't have to have all of this, uh, all of these accomplishments before you start your personal brand. You could start it at the beginning, so that everybody gets to see your growth, everybody gets to see your journey, and and that way you're starting. You are starting your path, and everybody understands it. And everybody will come to you for the best information or what it is that they're looking for. Um, Carla said it in season one. We live in a world where your work no longer speaks for itself. Someone will speak for you and the noise can drown you out. So it's, it's exactly like Carla was mentioning. There's so many things that you're already doing, but you have to emphasize. You show it and, and show it to share it. Share the knowledge Share how you did it because you never know who you could be helping. Yeah, and I, I still stand really close to that. Um, I, I think there's already so many people working on their personal branding that if you're not already doing it, you're already behind the ball. So, for example, in the healthcare industry, 31% of healthcare um, professionals use social media to network. So they're already out there. They're building their brands. You already know a very... Um, almost like influencer style physicians, you know, out there. Dr. Oz was probably one of the first recognizable ones. Now there's like hundreds. So people are out there doing that already. And if you don't speak out, it's so noisy out there. You know, you're going to lose yourself in the noise and and people are going to get the opportunities. They might be doing less than you, but because you're not showcasing your expertise, you might miss out on opportunities. And I know that personal branding has really brought opportunities such as like, getting getting invited to conferences to speak on the topic that you're discussing online or you know being able to co-author a book because of your um, activity on social and and your personal brand Um, it it really does create value for you so I, I always think that you should never underestimate your time spent on personal branding but it also strengthens your network so you intentionally foster professional relationships and that's where all the good things come. You start, you know, and, and again, you, it can be very global because online, there's there are no borders. There's no limit to the amount of conversation and who you can extend to. Like, and you also have like an active audience that you can work with. So if you have to disseminate any type of information or call to action, you already have an active audience to work with. And my favorite part or my favorite benefit is you get to stay up to date with the latest news and developments in the industry that you follow. So, yeah. for example, in healthcare, 
if you follow publications on social, then you're not just there for work and to put in time, but you're also staying up to date with the latest trends in your industry. And, um, and that's where the magic happens because you can start creating those or cultivating those conversations that are taking place under those trends and network that way and get your voice out there. So, um, and then it doesn't always have to be just about work. So you can create, like, for example, Twitter, I follow not just people that I want to network with, but also my hobbies, you know, my personal, um, I'm a reality TV junkie because that's how my brain disconnects. So I'll follow Mm -hmm. people that I watch on TV, 90 Day Fiance, Kardashians, whatever. So I follow that because it also helps feed my soul and I like take a little brain break and I see the latest trends, I see everything. But usually online, things post there quicker than they do on magazines or publications or the five o'clock news or you know you see it there first so you want it helps you stay up to up to date with the latest and greatest of things happening in your industry yeah and another one of the well one of my favorite nuggets that I really like to share is develop and practice your elevator pitch like you have 30 seconds to tell someone who you are what would you say and how would you say it are are you ready for that do you do you know what you would say would you be caught you never know if you're gonna be found in an elevator with Bill Gates and he wants to know what you do for a living. Um, So you just definitely want to be ready. You want to be ready, not be doubtful, be confident in exactly who you are, where you want to be in that 30 seconds confidently. Yeah. And that, and having that elevator pitch alone is a benefit because you can utilize that to add add it to your social media profiles, you know, because that's something that all the profiles will need in the, whenever you're working on them. And Having that 30-second elevator pitch will help you when it comes to bios or um, having an opportunity to speak. Like, I think that it always helps to have that as part of your personal branding journey because you can utilize that in multiple ways. Yeah, and in the world that we live in, we usually don't have time for ourselves. And although some may see this as very time-consuming because it can be, This is the time that you can take for yourself. This is the time that you should set aside to develop yourself, your branding. Make time for you. Make time to understand and take yourself to the next level because we don't always get the chance to do that. And this is that chance. Yeah, no, I completely agree. It's definitely an investment of time. Okay, so now that we've talked a little bit about defining personal branding and what it means, where do you start? So I know, Kristen, you have a a perfect way of explaining this when you teach, and I wanted to ask you to go over that so that we can get an idea or give our listeners an idea of where to start when you're, let's say they're buying into personal branding. Okay, where do they go? I, I always like to tell them reflection, reflection. Who do you want to be perceived as? Who are you? What subject matter are you the expert in? And then with that, you see where you, where you want to know which path you want to take. And then from there, just develop to hit the ground running. But that's all from finding within yourself. Like, this is what I want to do. This is where I'm going. Great. You can shoot for the moon. But at least you know you're shooting for the moon and you're not shooting for Mars. So you just kind of want to know where it is that you're going and who you are as a person and, and what you want to make sure that you are perceived as and 
ties in with your core values. That's great because that's kind of sort of the same um, take that I do with my clients as well. I'll usually say, okay, I ask myself two questions and I live by these two questions. How do you want to be perceived and what do you want your image to say about you? And the answer to these questions can be lists of items that you want to be known for. It doesn't have to be like present day. It could be like the next five years. Um, But those are the two questions that are going to help them stay out of trouble, clean up their social. Um, It's going to help them also when they're ready to create a content strategy, if we want to go that far, um, which I think is always helpful. But those two questions will keep me out of trouble, especially when it's like three o'clock in the morning and I'm very angry because AT&T is not working or any company that I'm dealing with is is not working and I just want to go on Twitter and like yell at customer service because I know that they pay attention. But I'm like, okay, will that tweet really represent what I want people to think about me? Probably not. So those two questions really help me stay on track with social and not get into trouble, um, especially in the political side. Yeah. And that. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. And that's that's great. I mean, it just find the conversations, the topics, get creative, understand where you're going. And I always, 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 uh, now that you bring up questions, love to emphasize uh, um, to all to everybody. What value are you offering? Don't waste people's time. Time is valuable. Time is money. We don't want to just listen to something that's not going to give us something, whether it's on our way to work. You're taking their attention. You have their attention. Go ahead and and give them all the value that you can so that they're like, wow, I really took this away from this person. I really understand this. You know, use it and run with it. Yeah. And then now that they, once they have that reflection and they know kind of what they want to do, I think the next thing would be to really start the actionable part, right? Like to clean up their social. Like now that you know the answers to these questions that you've evaluated yourself, you've looked, you know, deep inside yourself, this is where I want to be. This is what I want to be known for. Um, I think the next step would be to do a cleanup of your social. Google yourself. I know you can't really clean up Google, but you want to know what's out there and what's being said about you because it's important um, as you clean up your social and, and you, you know, compare notes on what you want to be known as and what's out there. So clean up your social, any content that kind of goes against those two questions or answers or, or you know, um, consider getting rid of and and try to keep that in mind going forward as well because that's going to become your content buckets. Um, but also keep some personality posts. Um, you want to be you. You don't want to be a robot who just works. So you like, for example, I love talking about coffee because I love coffee. I'm passionate about coffee. I have to have a good cup of coffee in the morning or else I'm going to be very, very, very um, grumpy. So <laughs> there's coffee. You can see me posting about coffee all the time. Yes. Well, your coffee <laughs> machine is perfect. So I do love my Nespresso machine, but <laughs> I could talk about that for hours. But, you know, but for sure, like you want to keep that personality. I know physicians who talk about they love traveling so they'll talk about their travels um or their dog or you know they have their professional hobbies and i always say professional hobbies because you want to keep it office appropriate um but there are some doctors who like golf so they'll do they'll talk about golf in their posts and that's okay too because you're a person and that actually makes you look more authentic and more relatable so i always say keep some of your personality in the mix And then I also usually recommend that you optimize profiles because you want to make sure everything is filled in. Like if you're working on LinkedIn, 
you want to make sure you get it to 100% completed. If you're working on Twitter, you want to make sure everything's filled in, your profile looks professional, your banner image is representative of you and what you do. Um, you don't want to leave those blank because those are opportunities to showcase again what you're about. Um, so that's what I would basically recommend if you're very new and you haven't thought about your personal brand just to do a little bit of cleanup. Um, but if you're one of those who has, who has never been on social and you're just opening up your account, you're starting fresh, I would say um, for sure kind of keep your toes wet. Get your profiles filled in and then just follow people and get to know what they're doing. Um, basically find out how they're posting and, and what you want to replicate and start engaging slowly. Um, but that would be my recommendation if you're new. But if you're already a pro at social and you're just doing your cleanup, then I would recommend possibly looking at analytics and, and checking to see what's been working well and what hasn't. And then start with your content strategy based on those questions. Um, the other thing I normally get from people when I talk about personal branding is that they don't like the fact that it feels like another job, another task. Like they, they tell me, you know, especially doctors, they're, they're saving lives during the day. They don't have time to go into social and post about, you know, their personal brand. So a lot of pushback I get is how do you find time to do this? So I want to say in my opinion slash advice is just do it. It's if there's anything that we've learned in life, it's there's never going to be a right time. Something can always come up. Something will always throw at your schedule. So truly just make the time, understand like this is what I'm doing during this time. And it's okay because if you wait for the right moment, you'll be waiting for a while. It's never the right time until you do it. And then from there, you feel confident and you're, you started it. You went through with it and it, and it ends up working out. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think that the, you have to see this as an investment and it's really going to um, help you get ahead in your career. It's going to, I only see benefits out of the time that you invest into your personal brand and it's going to be with you. It's not tied down to the place that you work right now. It's going to follow you wherever you go. So it truly is an investment in yourself. But I always say like if you're going to, if you're trying to find time to to get into social, for example, to help with your personal branding, which is usually the questions I get asked, I always say you're always in line for something. You're either in line waiting for the elevators or you're waiting for coffee. You can take your phone out and scroll through your feeds and get up to date with what's going on. Take some time on the weekend. Think about what you want to post intentionally this week, this coming week, what you want to highlight and I mean, I usually draft my stuff over the weekends or whenever I have some off time and I try to get it either save it as a draft on my social pl platform or I schedule it so that it posts automatically and I don't even have to think about it, you know. So I, I those are the ways that I've been able to successfully find time. You don't need tons to start out with. I think if you dedicate 10 or 15 minutes to go through your feeds, engage and, and get some content out, I think you're in a good starting place. Absolutely. The other thing I, I was going to talk about was content. Sometimes people ask me about the type of content. And I, I did talk about, for example, the two questions and how you answer them. You can pull content from those two questions. But they're afraid that the content that they're going to post is going to sound like they're bragging. And I can see that. I can understand where they're coming from. I get that question a lot. How do you know whether it's bragging or branding? Um, 
But I got this quote and I don't even know where it came from. Um, Bragging is saying you're funny and branding is making me laugh. I love that. I'm going to use that and never forget it. And I thought it was like the perfect fit because you're not telling people that you're funny. You're showcasing your expertise and your thought leadership through your experience and how you post on social by adding value. You're not talking about, look at me, look how great I am. So by providing value to your audience, you're getting something, they're getting something out of your messaging and you're organically seen as an expert. And that's why offering tips and best practices, <laughs> best practices, that's a different topic, but offering tips and best practices can make a difference. So bragging is basically boasting your accomplish, accomplishments online. And I don't know if you see this often, Kirsten, but this always drives me crazy. But sometimes on LinkedIn, I'll see somebody post, I'm so proud to have been chosen to speak at this year's XYZ conference. And to me, that's just telling me, hey, look at me. I got chosen to talk at this conference. Yeah. And I feel like there could be, right? So I feel like it's a lost opportunity. You can instead say something like, I'm passionate about this topic because it means this and this. And I look forward to talking about this at this X, Y, and Z conference. Don't miss it. So it doesn't only tell you why. And that's a huge difference. Yeah, it talks about your passion about the topic and you create a little bit of FOMO, which is important. You want people to go, if they didn't see you this time, they'll see you at the next one. So, And then I saw rebranding.com said something about bragging is when it's always about you. And this behavior occurs when you boast about your accomplishments, take credit for them and offer up no supporting documentation. And then branding is when you flip the equation the equation, sorry, talk about that benefit of your client or organization and provide stats to prove the results. So it's more about the person you're talking to versus yourself, which I thought was really important. Um, and I think as long as you offer that value, I think it's important. Yeah, as long as you don't make yourself seem like the hero and you're kind of, you're giving everybody essentially, metaphorically speaking, the secrets on how they too can do it, it's great. Because it's like, all right, you're a hero. Well, what can I do with that information? So it's it's giving them that that extra content that can that they can relate to. If you're quiet and you're not working with other people, you're not engaging with other people, you can't expect people to come knocking on your door saying, Hey, I like this, I like that, give me more of this, give me more of that. You have to show people that you you care about people other than yourselves. You care about them. How is it that they're doing? This is great content. Encourage one another. It's definitely something that's hard to come by nowadays. So it's definitely something that you should, that is extremely important when it comes to considering it and, and how engaged you are. Kirsten, I completely agree. Engagement is so important. It's not about just throwing information out there about yourself. It's about really getting to create a community where you're engaging with other people. I always recommend for people to follow those publications like I mentioned earlier, but not just follow them. Like I I recommend going into the comments area and actually engaging with other people, start starting the conversation, whether you're starting it or you're interacting with other people. But being part of that conversation is how, is where the magic happens, where people are invited to go to conferences to speak on a topic or to like author books and stuff that that kind of engagement helps really build your community absolutely and I mean we could talk about personal branding all day every day for hours because it's just one of those things that is it's the underdog and it's the underdogs that really end up shining and and kind of those golden nuggets that you don't quite you take for granted at the beginning until 
you realize, wait a minute, I need to start doing this for me. I think that not enough people understand the importance of it, unfortunately. And it's one of those things where you just have to jump in and try and and take the time and truly invest in yourself because that's what this is all about, is investing in yourself. Absolutely. For this episode's shout out, I am definitely going to be 100% biased because I don't know anybody better than this amazing company who is just full of grateful, thoughtful humans and truly care about you. So I wanted to give, or we wanted to give a big shout out to Dade County Food Groups. You can find them on Instagram at Dade County Food Group. And it is amazing. I mean, their food is phenomenal. Whatever you're thinking, birthday party, corporate party. I did use them for my wedding because they were the best of the best. But definitely check out their page. See what they've got. Check out their amazing dishes and plates because I still I still dream about the food. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, so definitely go check them out. They're amazing, always willing to help. And it's just, it's beautiful to find those wonderful small businesses along the community that you can always help out. So definitely give them a shout out. And that food was really good. My kids loved the food at your wedding. And usually kids don't like food at weddings. So it was really good. Thanks everybody for joining us. I hope this was helpful. We tried to go over as much as we could without being too overwhelming, but there's so much to cover. And I think we're going to be doing a second episode on this topic because like I said, we could talk about this for hours. So again, super excited to be here and thank you for joining us. Yeah, we're glad to be back. Can't wait for you guys to join us next episode. Bye. Naturally Social is a marketing podcast about the latest trends in digital marketing with a focus of locally growing small businesses in a world of big brands by using good old networking and a growth hacking mentality. Check us out on Instagram at naturallysopod. If you'd like to be a guest on our show, please email us at naturallysocialpod at gmail.com. And remember, networking is more like farming than it is hunting.